Because of their massive size and the sudden storms that changing weather can generate, the Great Lakes have been responsible for some of the most disastrous shipwrecks in history. Though no one knows for sure how many ships the lakes have claimed, by some estimates there have been more than 6,000 shipwrecks and 35,000 lives have been lost. Gale force winds that can reach 60 to 70 miles per hour and waves that top a staggering 35 feet make the violent moods of the Great Lakes some of the most intimidating and dangerous forces in nature. Only the foolhardy ignore how treacherous these natural giants become when bad weather blows across them. With astonishing power, they can take a ship the length of two football fields and unmercifully twist her until she rips in half. And at no time are the lakes more unpredictable and dangerous than in the stormy month of November. The contorted wrecks that rest on the muddy bottoms of all of the lakes speak silently to the countless horrors of vicious storms that have claimed the lives of thousands of ill-fated sailors, leaving behind their mourning mothers, widowed wives, and fatherless children. Written in the lake's mysterious depths are haunting tales, revealing an unleashed wrath. The lost ships buried in the murky waters across a thousand miles are carcasses of splintered timbers and twisted steel, each a silent grave, testament to a futile struggle. Most of these wrecks are long forgotten, but the stories of others are still told. One cold and stormy night on November 18, 1958, Lake Michigan claimed the giant steamer Carl D. Bradley, more than 600 feet long. She was on her last voyage of the season, returning to port in Rogers City, the tiny Michigan town that most of the crew called home. Suddenly, in the midst of a brutal storm, a huge thud resounded through the ship. In the pilot house, Captain Roland Bryan and First Mate Elmer Fleming spun around and looked down the length of the Bradley's hull. They could not believe their eyes. The middle of the ship was bending, humping upward several feet in the air, lifted by the huge waves underneath. Within minutes, before the eyes of her horrified crew, a raging sea tore the Bradley into two gigantic pieces. Thirty-three men would die, while two others, Fleming and deck watchman Frank Mays, would survive a fifteen-hour ordeal on a storm-tossed life raft in Lake Michigan. That night, twenty-three women were widowed and fifty-three children lost their fathers. To this day, the Carl D. Bradley is the largest ship on the bottom of Lake Michigan. In 1975, almost two decades after the Bradley was lost, on one hellish night in November, the most famous shipwreck in Great Lakes history took place. The freighter Edmund Fitzgerald, at over 700 feet long, became Lake Superior's largest and perhaps most mysterious victim. The Fitz, as she was called, was the pride of her fleet, breaking and setting shipping records and weathering mammoth storms during her 17-year lifetime. On that terrible night, immortalized in song and literature, the Fitzgerald and her crew of 29 men fought bravely against a storm that spawned waves three stories high and hurricane-strength wind gusts of 95 miles per hour. The Arthur Anderson, another freighter, followed the Fitzgerald, tracking her on radar and maintaining radio contact with the Fitzgerald's captain, Ernest McSorley. Captain Bernie Cooper of the Anderson knew that the Fitzgerald was taking on large amounts of water and was in serious trouble. Watching the Fitzgerald on his radar, Cooper feared that the big ship had bottomed out while navigating a perilous stretch called Six Fathom Shoal, possibly tearing open her hull. 
During the height of the storm, the Fitzgerald lost her radar and was sailing blindly into the unknown. The snow was blowing, the wind screaming, and the waves washing across the deck of the struggling freighter. Then, in an instant, Cooper saw the Fitzgerald drop from the radar screen without even an SOS. Frantically, he attempted to make radio contact. The Anderson heard nothing but dead air. It was terrifying and mysterious. A ship of this size could not just drop from sight in an instant, or could she?